Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Show. So before we get into the official show, I just want to give you a quick little preview about what's getting ready to happen. We're going to be talking with Gerard. Agner, uh, he is the film producer, and also he has uh, dabbled in some music and some uh, countless other things. Um, he has uh, produced uh, one of his latest films, The the Bond. So I want you guys to sit back and relax and uh, come back uh, to us uh, after this uh, short uh, little countdown uh, video to get, get you guys um, you know, prepared for what's in store for you today. we back so i got my good friend gerard with me uh we got a chance to chat a, a bit a little bit uh over uh the um other side here so uh you know he, you guys heard me kind of introduce him kind of casually a little bit and give you guys a, a quick little lowdown uh, but let's ask gerard to kind of introduce himself what's going on gerard i'm doing all right um just kind of trying to live my best life you know yeah, indeed. I mean, that's all. That's all we can do. Uh, in chaos, you know. Um, you know, even in the midst of chaos, you can still find, you know, positivity. You know, that's that's what I always say. Uh, so, you know, t give us a little bit about your transformation story on, like, you know, where you started from, and you know, how you, you know, came to you know, do what you're doing now. Um, well, I originally started as a um, hip hop artist. I'm really based out of um, Tucson, Arizona. Uh, I moved to Phoenix, Arizona back in 2011. <clears throat> Since then, I've kind of branched out into what I like to call a multimedia artist. So I actually operate in all forms of media. Um, I do everything from journalistic writing, creative writing, uh, podcasts, um, graphic design. Um, I went to film school, Scottsdale Film and Theater out here for four years and got my degree in screenwriting and film production. And all that kind of turned into the production of my first feature film, The Bond, which is currently just released on exclusively at thebondmovie.com. Um, but I also uh, put out a lot of music. So I have five studio albums um, that I put out over the course of my career. And um, yeah, I'm just a, a diverse guy. My, my whole thing is uh, storytelling and finding unique and interesting ways to tell a story. I like that. You know, uh, that is a long lost art uh, that uh, we we all should you know, appreciate. Uh, and from what it sounds like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like that everything you do kind of goes along that same pattern of storytelling. Am I correct? Yeah. I mean, for me, it always goes back to the story. Um, even with every client that I work with, uh, I always tell them that the best way that, to get to be successful is to tell your story because every person has a unique story to tell. 
um, a lot of artists or a lot of people in general will try to emulate what they see out there instead of telling what what's within inside of them. And as a result, um, they don't see the, the progress that they're hoping to see. And the, the amazing part about being a multimedia artist is that I'm allowed to switch lanes and kind of not be put into a box. So I might put out a movie one one day and then drop an album the next and then write a short story the next or et cetera, so forth. So it, it allows me to really diversify my my output. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious. Do you do you feel like that's going to be like the, the wave like the in the for the future? Uh, or is that something that's now or do you feel like, you know, maybe it's just a select few that that, that has that that kind of range to, to be able to tap in? Tap in like that. Um, I actually have a YouTube video about this that talks about um, what's the definition of a multimedia artist, and I think what a lot of people don't even realize is that they are they are probably already multimedia artists without knowing it. And like, what a, a prime example I can give is like a photographer that takes photos, but then also um, does graphic design on the side and, and knows how to do all that or knows how to, to post it on social media, et cetera, so forth. Like these are all different lanes. And as time gets on, goes on and we have the, um, the rise of things like TikTok and these, these micro social media sites, you're seeing a lot of creators becoming multimedia artists by default because they have to, because it's hard to get, otherwise you're, you're paying or you're trying to find someone to edit your videos or do this and that. And you're you're falling behind. So it's like by being a multimedia artist, you're you're staying ahead of the curve or being on the curve, um, just because you kind of have to. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. That that totally makes a, a lot of sense. I I I definitely you know ponder that uh, as to like how schools are going. Like most colleges and art schools are going to start like kind of. Uh, teaching um, uh, their lectures uh, a little bit differently and um, off and, and and with the degree offerings as well, you know, they may, they may like uh, evolve as well. Um, so, you know, kind of back to you, you know, and um, kind of staying along these lines, but, you know, um, what, where do you feel that the bond movie, you know, uh, you know, how, how did that uh, pre, pre premeditate itself into, into life and, 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 and did that derive out of, you know, maybe something you, you know, maybe done with music before and, and it, and it kind of came alive and, you know, made itself on screen. Um, well, to be honest, the bond wasn't really supposed to happen in the sense that, so when I, I graduated from film school in December, 2019, which was right before the pandemic hit, um, I was supposed to be working on a film uh, basically my thesis film called Magenta, which is a drama that I wrote. Um, and the school was supposed to help me back that by providing equipment and locations, et cetera, and so forth. And so um, we had the pre-production for that film basically ready to go all the way up until, I don't know, I think it was March when the, when everything shut down, the school shut down, et cetera, and so forth. And so um, <clears throat> Magenta was put on ice and I didn't have a lot of um, options at that point. And so I actually took uh, all my stimulus checks that I got and I used that to um, buy some camera equipment. And then during the summer, I actually just kind of practiced. I shot a, a couple short films 
that you can find on my page and um, use those as practice. And then I kind of did an open call saying, hey, um, anybody interested in shooting some short films with me, come, come, come on down. And one of those short films ended up being a short film version of the Bond, which is on my uh, Google Drive right now and probably won't ever see the light of day. But when we made that film, the whole team decided, hey, this is actually pretty good. You should maybe try to consider turning this into a full feature film. Um, I was skeptical at first, but I cut a trailer for the film right, and um, put it out online and the response was massive. We uh, put up a GoFundMe and we were able to raise through the GoFundMe and the other channels uh, around $12,000, um, which motivated me to to actually shoot the film. The funny part about it was that at the time that we put the trailer out, we didn't have a script. So um, I actually had to go, I took 10 days to, to write the script for the bond. And um, we started shooting that October, 2020 at that point that's that's highly impressive man and you know and it's, it's got a real good backstory to it and, and you know and um just speaking of just like stories in itself you know for those who haven't got a chance to saw it yet and, and maybe you know kind of like newly introduced to it you know you know maybe give us a little, a little synopsis of, of what it's about sure i mean the the movie was basically uh exaggerating exaggerated commentary on current events um it focuses on two two brothers who are um, estranged, and they their mother is infected with the the virus, and the movie is called the Aurora virus. And essentially, the the mother is taken to a quarantine camp that is ran by a a overseeing omnipresent corporation called Dynamation, and Dynamation essentially. Um, creates what is known as wellness cities. And these are cities that are virus free. So mm -hmm. if you're caught with a virus inside the city, you're kicked out into what is known as a dead zone or put into a quarantine camp. And so the two estranged brothers uh, apparently come together to try to basically save their mom, but they also run into a rebel alliance group called Turn, who is trying to stop Dynamation from their oppression and all that. So it's a, it's a it's an ensemble cast. Um, the the leads are Asperges, uh, Roy Phillips, um, Zion Monroe, Jasmine Delgado, and Joey Rodriguez. So I wouldn't actually give any one of them the the billing top billing because basically an ensemble cast. But it talks about these different stories and relationships in the in the with the backscape of um, the pandemic, basically set in the year two thousand twenty five. So. Oh, outstanding. Outstanding. You know, that, that sounds exciting. Uh, you know, just like hearing that rundown and and I, I'm, I'm very curious and, you know, it's got me excited and, and want to uh, learn a lot more uh, about, you, about more of your work. Um, you know, speaking of your work, you know, just going back to the music, uh, you know, what, what kind of vibe do we get, you know, when we first, you know, put on a, a Gerard Ackner, uh, you know, uh, sound? Um, I like to consider my music introspective. Um a little bit emotional, I guess, emo rap, if you want to call it that. But um, as I said earlier, you know, I'm, I'm a storyteller. So I like to tell and talk about things that I, I've experienced in my life. And I really try to put that into my music. But I also try to, I believe heavily in the idea that um, music is a form of manifestation in the sense that, you know, if you're over here uh, saying out loud these choruses and these lyrics, 
Um, you're basically screaming out to the universe that you want these things without realizing it. And so I try to make music with that in mind, because if I'm over here rapping these songs and performing these songs on stage and I'm speaking these things into the universe, I want to be able to speak positive things into the universe. So right. I wouldn't necessarily say that my music's like all positive, but I always try to keep that in mind and try to. Um... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Project things that eventually come back to me tenfold, usually. So... Manifestation music is basically the term that I've come up with just right now in this conversation. <laughs> well, that's, 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 you know, it works, you know, and, uh, and I, I think we need more of that. And there's a lot of people that are just trying to manifest a lot of things. And, um, you know, they sometimes what, what really helps when, whenever you meditate or whenever you just sitting back, uh, and, uh, you, you, you really like trying to project some of your goals out to the universe what really helps is music you know and, and having some good 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 manifestation music you know as as we as, as you coined it just now uh i think that'll be real good to kind of help help uh, with people like trying to reach to reach out reach the different dimensions and uh reach out into the heavens and, and get some of these things uh, brought down into existence um so on that note you know there's there's you know a, a lot of mainstream uh, well I wouldn't say a lot, but, you know, we starting to see a turn of a lot of mainstream artists now uh, starting to like uh, do, you know, what's, um, you know, considered positive or more fun or uh, more um, like more of that, you know, uh, less. I like to call it less junk food music. You know, uh, do you do you feel like this kind of helps you, you know, uh, as as on your on your music side, you know, to, to tap into a, a a fan base that, you know, may have not consider it like checking out the type of music you put out um yes and no uh i think one of the biggest misconceptions of being an artist is the fact that you kind of have to chase fans and that you have to go get fans and et cetera, so forth and what i've learned over the years is that um i'm a very true component of what is known as the 1000 true fan theory i'm not sure if you've ever yeah. heard of this but <clears throat> the short of it is that if you have a 1000 true fans that are willing to invest uh, $100 into you a year, um, you'll be six figures. And right. so I use that, that philosophy to fund my movie, The Bond. I know that I have maybe a couple thousand fans across the world that support me wholeheartedly and just straight, straight up asking them to push my music or fund the movie or do this and that is... Uh, and really making them feel that they're a part of my growth and my progress, which goes right. to the storytelling, that they're a part of my story has been more important than me trying to figure out how to acquire new fans. Because what I've realized is that if you take care of the fans that you have and you really cultivate them, they'll bring new fans to you. They'll share your music. They'll share all that stuff. And so my mindset has really shifted because I think previously I was thinking, oh, I have to go out there and be seen by the world, et cetera, so forth. But it's like, no, if you just focus on these people that already rock with you and get them to kind of like activate, you activate them and make them go do stuff for you, then it, it works out for you um, way better. 
and and that's 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 really you know a secret nugget that that I, I I'm glad that you dropped and I, I love when people drop that drop that nugget and you know because that that nugget alone is is worth uh, worth a trillion dollars that's a trillion that's a trillion dollar game right there and you know it's it's so invaluable and and I I really do feel that you know if you got an authentic you know bunch that's that's following you and and it allows you to stay authentic to yourself and you don't have to change and you know you're right you're right on point there you know you're right on target there uh so you know thank you so much for sharing that you know yeah, I, no problem. yeah. you know so you know in in terms of like you, you, you like far as like the people that you know kind of surround yourself with you know that you that you kind of cast and into your films like you know what what are you kind of kind of particularly looking for you know when, when you go out and you're looking for actors or actresses well um one thing i've always told myself and others is that i will always cast a black lead in my film um that's because i just i and this is this is always case by case i believe because i feel like if Disney came to me and offered me the next Spider-Man role or next Spider-Man movie and they wanted Peter Parker to be in there, a white guy, then I guess Peter Parker's gonna be white. But um when it comes to the stories that I write and the stories that I create, right. my lead will always be a um African American lead. Um and that's because I'm African American and I want my stories to resonate with people like me. So um I always think about that when I write my scripts and when I do casting. Um I'm gonna be casting someone that looks like me typically because the stories that I'm writing are from my perspective or from these, this viewpoint, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, that absolutely does. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you for, uh, for that. You know, um, one thing we, we can also appreciate uh, on your website, your official page, you know, there's, you, you have, you, you, you know, you very true to this story, <laughs> like telling stories and like you, you have something, uh, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a couple of pieces, that's on the front page. Maybe tell us a little bit about those. So I actually recently, as literally like two weeks ago, um, I dropped a surprise album. Um, it's mm -hmm. called The Iridescent. And um, the reason why I dropped it is because I wanted, I felt, so basically my film Magenta is what we're shooting right now. We had to put out right. a hiatus for a variety of reasons. One of the reasons is that Phoenix is hot as hell. It's 115 degrees outside. So we didn't want to be shooting out in that weather. So we shut down production for the rest of the summer. I got a little bit creatively stagnant. So I was like, you know, I'm going to challenge myself to, so I recorded an entire album over the course of Father's Day slash Juneteenth weekend. And um, <clears throat> I decided to basically do one of my typical multimedia rollouts. And when I drop a project, it's usually not just the album. It's also a short film, a couple music videos and um, a short story as well. But what we're doing with this story and this album in particular is that Anybody who, <clears throat> excuse me, downloads or uh, subscribes to my YouTube channel or follows me on follows me on Spotify, we're actually buying a case of water um, and donating it to Soul Revival Inc., which is a nonprofit out here in Phoenix. They're doing yeah. a water bottle drive, so every day around six o'clock, they're going downtown and passing out cases of water, ice packs, and stuff to those in the homeless. We have a massive homeless problem out here, so. Everybody who goes to the website and basically participates in this little multimedia experience that I have, they're inadvertently helping me out to um, help out the homeless out here. Wow, that's that's truly amazing and, and, and truly remarkable. Um, yeah, and boy, you know, we, we definitely got to definitely push push the page a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit more, and um, we're gonna we're gonna put that back up there, you know, uh, 
here in, in the lower third here, you know, uh, for those who are able to watch um, and those who uh, can't watch but are listening, you know, uh, so DerotAckner.com is his website, and you'll be able to check that out and um, be able to learn more about the nonprofit, uh, so Revival Inc., as well, uh, which is um, he lists that bottom. Um, so, so Gerard, you know, like with all that we have talked about here today, and you know, and you know, maybe we didn't get a chance to touch on anything. You know, you know, what 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 would you like to kind of put out there? You know, out to the universe and, and out to like some of uh, my transformers that like you know are like are kind of huddled around and like listening or, or watching. Um, don't be afraid to try. I think so. I- one of the things that people really know me for also is that I'm extremely active on social media, um, particularly Facebook, my personal Facebook page. I'm posting 20, 30 times a day on Facebook. And a lot of those, the, a lot of those posts are actually what I like to call stream of thought consciousness type posts. But in, within these posts, I'm also giving out tips and kind of insight on how to approach the game because a lot of people will contact me and say, well, how do I get in your position? And the thing about it is that, I believe in in learning out loud and a lot of people, they are plagued by perfection. So the idea that, oh, I can't put out this product because it's not good enough or it's not in the in the standard that it needs to be at compared to Drake or Kanye West or whoever. So I can't put it out and they start getting um, insecure about their work. Me, on the other hand, if I get, if I can finish the product, I'm going to put it out. Um, even if it's not perfect, even if you go watch the bond, like, you know, this is my first feature film. The sound's not fantastic. Some of the shots are a little bit off, you know, some of the, it's not, it's not um, end game. Right. So, and I understand that, but by putting it out there, I'm only setting a standard for myself that I can only improve upon. And be being an artist, I like to put myself out there in real time so people can see what I'm doing and seeing how I'm operating. But man, if Jerron can go out there and do that, then I can do that. And so I like I like to set these standards and kind of write these blueprints for artists to see and be like, man, this guy's over here doing all this stuff literally off of his passion and his desire to do it. And I want to do that. So, you know, I'm really trying to set a standard and set like a blueprint for those who are trying to, um, you know, be a little bit more free with their artistic expression. I love it, you know, and I, I, I definitely want to continue to like, you know, uh, trail, trail you and, you know, see, see what more you're working on. And, you know, you mentioned the movie Magenta, you know, it's Magenta. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Magenta that you're working on right now. Currently we're looking forward to looking forward to that. And, um, and how, how would that be made available? Would that be go directly to your YouTube channel or would that be uh, distribute? Um, currently, uh, but so the bond right now is available at thebondmovie.com exclusively, and we're currently waiting for the Amazon and Tubi links to drop any day now. It will be available on there. Um, Magenta, if things go smooth, will be done by the end of the year and will probably be released next year, um, next summer, probably at this rate. And um, those will probably be available through the same means, probably exclusive website first and then making it available on the streaming channels excellent excellent all right so uh, you know give us one more time like how we can you know get in touch with you or any any other plugs you want to put in there and um and yeah we we definitely like to like definitely follow up with you sure um the best way to get in touch with me is probably facebook i'm on there all the time if you look for jerron eitner on facebook you'll find my account there but if you just if you're just curious about who i am and what i do you can go to jerron um, you'll find all my, not all my work, but most of my work on there, my short films, a lot of my recent releases. I haven't updated the site 
that much recently because I've been focused on the iridescent. But I have uh, links to all my um, appropriate social media channels on there and as well as my email on there. So if you guys want to reach out to and ask me any questions or just sort of talk about collaborations and so forth, feel free. Um, I also run a company called Starship Multimedia LLC. We do um, artist development and creative branding for corporations and clients. So if you guys need some artistic development in your career or just need some insight on how to tell the best story that you can, um, reach out to us and you can we can see what we can do for you. Excellent. And you you, you answered a question that I, I, I almost let slip my head and that's like, do you do collaborations? Thank you for answering that. So, you know, without me <laughs> getting it out my mouth. Uh, so no, this, right. yeah, this has been an amazing conversation, Gerard, and, you know, we, we really appreciate you, you know, feel free to stop by, you know, uh, if you're doing anything else in the future. And uh, those who are, are watching or listening, uh, make sure you do uh, support Gerard and all that he's doing and check out check out the Bond movie and as well as uh, many other projects is, is music as well as available on uh, the, the website is uh, in the link in the excuse me in the episode description uh, in link form. Uh, format for you so you can share that with someone you know someone you don't know as that does help also to further the message that you have heard here today and give this a, a replay back too you might have missed something uh, so until next time don't forget to like subscribe and comment and um you know tell a friend you know, many blessings peace and lots of love i'm marcus along here with gerard until next time lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details